Hello, everyone. This is Darren Isamoto, and this is Foundation 411, the podcast for all things Cal Poly Pomona Foundation. On today's episode, we share excerpts from the recent Foundation All Hands meeting. Let's get started. All right, so today's episode is going to be a little different from our usual format. We'll be sharing excerpts from the Foundation All Hands meeting that was held on June 3rd, 2020. Uh, these excerpts include Jared Seha addressing the current state of the Foundation amidst the COVID-19 pandemic, messages from David Prenovo and Sandy Acton, followed by a presentation to recognize and honor our 2020 retirees by Dave Laksamana and Clint Ossi. First, at the top of the meeting, Executive Director Jared Seha took a moment to address the current civil unrest in our society followed by addressing the state of foundation during the COVID-19 pandemic and how we can get through these difficult times. First of all, thank you for joining me on the call today. For those of you I have not met personally, and unfortunately that's many of you, I'm Jared Seha, the executive director of the foundation. So before I get to the heart of the meeting, I would be remiss if I didn't mention the current state of civil unrest. Um, our community is hurting. Uh, not just because of the tragic and senseless death of George Floyd and many others, but because of the reminder that inequality is still alive. The foundation must always be a safe place for employees and every single person that walks through our doors. We must be an organization that seeks to elevate and not suppress. We are about learning, growing, improving, enhancing, and contributing to the success of the entire CPP family. I encourage you to renew your commitment to others. For many reasons, I envisioned my first all hands meeting to be quite different than this. I thought we'd be together in the same room. We could, you could, we could talk a little bit about me and, and my background, uh, my tremendous, tremendous respect for all the foundation has done and accomplished through its proud history. Discuss my expectations, share my vision, hear from you, hear your insight, hear your opinions, and really voice my commitment to, to your success. That was until COVID hit and, and rocked our world. We went from a campus full of life to a virtual ghost town. Dining was reduced from 25 locations down to five, four, three, and now two sites. The Bronco Bookstore went from a well-planned grad fair to tens of thousands of dollars in regalia returns. The combined village and university housing went from almost full to less than 10% capacity by the end of the semester. And all the events and bookings were canceled at KW. Despite the strength of some areas, such as real estate, we'll lose about $11 million in revenue from commercial activities from March through June. We haven't experienced anything like this ever, especially nothing to this magnitude. But you, the amazing employees of the foundation, quickly responded. Contracts were renegotiated, unnecessary services were canceled, projects were postponed, utilities were turned off, schedules were temporarily cut, an early retirement incentive was offered, and so much more. Genuinely millions of dollars in expenses were eliminated. We went from additional projections of about $6 million of a loss for, for, the, for this year to about $2 million, so $4 million swing in the right direction. But the announcement of a virtual fall destroyed our hope of a rapid recovery. This led to the worst month of my professional life. It was genuinely heartbreaking to find that I had no choice but to issue layoffs and furloughs that impacted every member of our organization. 
It started with the layoff of 625 students and 154 part-timers uh, a few weeks ago. It followed with last week's layoff of 38 full-time employees, pay cuts to all remaining exempt personnel, and varying furloughs to all full-time hourly staff. These are our friends and our colleagues. Many have families and need to work. While I have not been with the foundation very long, I already knew a number of these individuals most severely impacted by the changes, some of which I knew before I had even started. It was absolutely devastating to have to make that decision, but I realized as hard as it was for me, it was much more difficult for those that were laid off. Many of you have asked how I decided who should be laid off and who gets furloughed. And simply put, I did the best that I could to make objective decisions. The leadership team and I looked at every single role, assessed the workload in the current COVID environment, considered critical needs, knowledge, and talents, and had to make it work with the budget, which was really the most difficult part. I met with the president on five different occasions to crunch numbers and attack the problem from every angle we could think of. I used all the available resources I had to be fair to all involved. But you know, all I can say other than that is that I'm deeply sorry, deeply sorry for the challenges COVID has brought to our company and the impact it's having on your lives. The question now is how do we move forward after such a shock to our system? My only answer is we need to do it together. I've worked for four campuses as well as three major companies in the private sector. I've seen individuals and organizations of varying expertise, passion, knowledge, and intelligence. And I can tell you with absolute 100% confidence that we have all the tools necessary to not only survive, but to thrive. You, the employees of the CPP Foundation, are exactly what we need to be successful. Now you must understand it's not going to be easy, not by any stretch. I need each of you to be more committed to our shared mission than ever before. You will need to be flexible as your job of tomorrow may not exactly look like your job of yesterday. You will be asked to learn new things, embrace unique challenges, and creatively solve problems. We must be efficient, resourceful, and above all, supportive of each other. If you have free time, I need you to find additional ways to be productive or offer your assistance to others inside and outside of your unit. If you have an idea, share it. If we haven't had time to get to your idea just yet, share it again in the future. If something looks like it's going to fall through the cracks, I need you to catch it, even if it's outside of your responsibility area. If you can save some time or money by eliminating non-value added activities, do so. This is not the time to stay in your lane. This is a time to reach out and make a positive difference in any way you can. You have my commitment that I will be there right beside you doing all I can to ensure our shared success. We really do have a rare opportunity to prove to this university and to prove to each other that we are resilient and the best is still yet to come for the CPP Foundation. After he spoke, Jared turned it over to Director of Real Estate Development and Facilities Management, Sandy Acton. I appreciate the opportunity to address um, my colleagues here at the foundation. I volunteered to speak today despite the fact that I am retiring. Um, I, I volunteered because I'm, I'm an addict. I'm addicted to hope. And I just wanted to convey a message of, of that to my colleagues. You know, the foundation has a mission and that mission has never changed. We are here to support the mission of the university 
and we've received accolades and awards over the years for our innovation and the ways that we have provided services to students and to the campus. And while this is a moment of hardship, it is just a moment in time. And I'm reminded um, of the phrase that my mother used to say, this too shall pass. The foundation team is strong and it has a great deal of talent and grit and out of the ashes we will rise. And I say we because while I'm going to be retired, I'm going to be cheering this foundation on all along the way. You know, I'm sure you remember the Great Recession of 2008. I was hired just as that was starting and the foundation owned 23 townhomes at Fair Oaks Walk when I started and brought Randy Wallace on board. We had to find a way to sell 23 townhomes in one of the worst housing recessions on record. But we found creative ways to offer financing and incentives to those um, to make those sales happen. And we succeeded in just under a year in selling those townhomes. This is just one example of the many things that got done during the recession where the foundation met its challenges head on. Every unit has a story just like the Fair Oaks Walk story. Real estate didn't succeed alone though in getting those sales done. We worked with finance, we worked with marketing, and we worked as a team to get the job done. So my message really is just don't get discouraged and don't let the current situation defeat you. This is your moment to get creative and innovative to do what needs to be done to keep the ball moving down the field. I know you can do it. I've seen you all do it. I've seen you in action. And if I was gambling, my money would be on you. So the last thing I can say is go Foundation Broncos. You got this. Following Sandy's message, Senior Managing Director and Chief Financial Officer David Prenovo took a moment to share some words. I also volunteered to say a couple words, and I am also retiring. Um, some of the things that, that we as a foundation are good at, and as you know, we are very mobile. We can do things quicker and faster than the university, and we can lead the university in different areas. So I want to make sure we never forget that and we continue to look for ways to improve. One of the areas is through technology. And we have quickly come up to speed on some electronic um, web forms and workflow that we've had in place for years. But now we need to continue encouraging our, our users of our systems to use that technology. And we do that by helping one person at a time giving them that experience. And I like, I really like the, the 2020, 2021, 2022. That reminds me of, of the vision for the future. You know, we need to think about the future. We can't think about the past. We need to continue looking for new ways. Today I'm working with Melody, signing an agreement to open up IBW and we're going to be able to open up IBW with 150 seats, 150 capacity. Normally, our capacity at IBW is 125. How can we do that? Because we're moving it out into the parking lot. So there's a way to work through this 
and exceed our capacity at IBW. So I'm very grateful for the efforts that Melody Young has, has done there. Um, we need to attract talent, good talent. And we have a great organization. Cal Poly is well-respected. So I, I am certain that will continue. And we also need to continue our passionate pursuit of priorities. So as Jared probably already knows, I am passionate about things. And I don't give up on a lot of things. And I don't give up easily on a lot of things. As a number of you do know that. I did, I did mention, you know, um, attracting talented people. You remember our tagline, quality service supporting quality education. The word quality twice in that tagline is so important for us to never lose focus on. We need to remember the quality that we produce. And we need to also remember the mistakes that we make, we learn from those mistakes. And if you don't know the history, and I realize Sandy and I are stepping away and there's 14 other retirees stepping away, there's a lot of institutional knowledge that's stepping away. But if you just know where to look, you'll find all those mistakes. And believe me, we have made a lot of mistakes over the years. They're there, you just need to know where to look at them. I wanna just leave you with, with the fact that we are a team, we need to support each other, we need to support the university, and that really is our goal. But we need to remember, we don't need to always stay in our lane, we need to play in the gray area. And I, I, I wish you well. When former executive director Paul Story retired in 2017, David Prenovo had taken on the role of senior managing director. Later in the meeting, he shared some words of optimism and support for the future of foundation. I wanted to actually thank Jared for stepping in at absolutely the right time. I will tell you that the directors came together when Paul left in June of 2017. And, and I'm not sure we would have held it together um, through all this. So I would like to commend Jared for stepping in, coming up to speed so quickly, being so patient with us, so understanding. And, you know, I got to tell you, I've never worked with somebody who's come in so quickly and just put everything out there. And, and I'll tell you, Jared is a, is a great leader, so thank you. Finally, Foundation Housing Services Director Dave Laxamana and Bookstore Services Director Clint Ossie took a moment to recognize and honor our 2020 retirees. Uh, good morning, everyone. Uh, it's uh, my honor to uh, recognize our 2020 Foundation retirees uh, with Clint. Uh, first, we would like to thank the retirees for their collective 269 years of service. That uh, is just a staggering uh, number um, uh, for, for the retirees. Uh, and want to recognize their multitude of contributions uh, that they've made in building the successful foundation that we have today. 
Uh, of course, as other people have, have mentioned, we are in tough times. Uh, so we do really need to acknowledge the, the tremendous sacrifice uh, that our retirees have made in choosing early retirement. Um, you know, they have saved jobs for others. This, this is a very real impact uh, for the foundation and for us, uh, and yet another contribution, um, you know, for the good of the foundation. Um, we must also recognize, you know, that we're losing a tremendous amount of talent uh, and institutional knowledge. Um, you know, our friends and colleagues uh, being absent, uh, they're going to be sorely missed. Uh, however, this is also a time, uh, as, as mentioned, that for the rest of us uh, to step up and continue the good work that we do. Um, going forward, you know, uh, we want to highlight uh, the opportunities that we now have to grow uh, and develop. Uh, people will have the opportunity um, to cross-train, uh, gain experience, and uh, even the responsibility to, to grow and develop and, and push themselves in other areas uh, they might not have. Uh, and then when things improve, there's also the chance to, to move up. Those opportunities are there. And so we want to uh, take advantage uh, of those. It's both uh, an opportunity and our responsibility. So uh, we want to wish uh, the retirees uh, the best, all the best uh, in their next adventures. And uh, we want to say thank you again to Mark Gwinnett uh, and his 32 years of service in facilities, Donna Bebensey, her 29 years in dining, Chris Landay, 24 years with facilities, Mina Fung, 24 years with dining, Bob Baltiera, 20 years with dining, David Prenevo, 20 years with financial services. Uh, Edwin Santiago, 19 years in marketing. Corey Snyder, 15 years with Kellogg West. Elia Flores, 14 years with dining. Raul Partida, 14 years with facilities. Cameron Edmonds, 13 years with Kellogg West. Sue Lucero, 13 years with the bookstore. Alicia Hernandez, 13 years with dining. Sylvia Medina, 12 years with Kellogg West. Sandra Acton, 12 years with real estate. Christopher Pilkington, 12 years with dining. Carlos Martinez, 11 years with facilities. Lori Lehine, 8 years with Kellogg West. And Stella Merritt, 8 years with the bookstore. I want to add to what David said, how incredibly difficult it was to see these folks leave, um, most of them before they would have normally chosen to, and without any fanfare or acknowledgement for what they've done beyond just what we were able to say to them. I mean, uh, some of these people who were out due to COVID-19 because they were 65 and older, we never even got to see them before they retired. And so we we intend to um, celebrate and honor these folks when the circumstance allows us to do so. We'll get together as a foundation and we'll have uh, probably the biggest retirement party that we've ever had and well, well deserved. And and I, I want to add my thanks to all of these people that have uh, put in a lot of time and a lot of effort. Uh, oftentimes above and beyond um, to uh, helping us uh, succeed. Um, I also want to add that in my career, I've found that the best way um, to earn a promotion or, or to get an opportunity is to do those tasks uh, 
and and gain experience and show what you can do before uh, opportunities became available. And you know, when students come back and things get back to normal, there there will be new positions filled and there will be opportunities for people. And um, I think that one of my um, favorite movie quotes ever is uh, applicable to this situation, and that's great moments are born from great opportunity. Um, from the movie Miracle on Ice, I, I always felt like that that touched me, and that is a true statement now more than ever. All right, that's all the time we have for today. I'd like to thank Jenny Dennis for her assistance in producing this episode, and I'd like to thank you for listening in. We'll be back in a couple of weeks with an all-new episode. Until then, take care, everyone. Foundation 411 is produced by the Cal Poly Pomona Marketing Department. If you have any questions or comments, please contact me, Darren Isamoto. For more information on Cal Poly Pomona Foundation, please visit foundation.cpp.edu.